The new year brings a new conservation incentive program from Game of Fish. We've got news on another poultry facility shutting down in Arkansas and much more on today's episode of the Arkansas iCast, which starts right now. You're listening to the Arkansas AgCast, where we discuss the latest news, trends, and issues impacting Arkansas farmers and ranchers. Our show is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation and hosted by Jason Brown and John Nickman. Happy, heavy Friday, gentlemen. We're back. We are back. It's been Uh, a while. It feels like it has been. Yeah, Um, convention was the last time we were all three together. Really? Is that... that well, yeah, I guess so. In this capacity. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yep. We've, uh, and I'll tell you, uh, I think it may be the last time for the for, year. Forever? Yeah, no. Not no. For, well, not yet. Okay. We may get some. Yeah, we bad haven't been, we haven't been canceled yet. Been bad, <laughs> bad news at Christmas. Uh, man, yeah. It's Friday. We're, we're a day late this week, but yeah. there's been a lot going on. I'm telling you guys, I thought. That once we got past sort of farm family, for, well, for the PR department, once we got past farm family, it would be slow. And I, I, I mean, yeah, man, it's it no no signs of slowing down. It's one least. of the best lies we ever tell our new employees is that yeah, it slows down for two weeks. We we just got a, a new hire, uh, Justin Roten, yeah. here yeah, in yeah, our yeah. PR department, and yeah, we, we've been telling them, oh yeah, it'll be slow the next two or three weeks. It's not going to be slow. No, mm. no, I we're don't just, think so. We're just really pushing pushing an agenda that's not actually true. Yeah, I mean, it's it's weird. Like my my previous jobs before I came to Farm Bureau, uh-huh. if if farmers weren't farming, we weren't bit working. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, but yeah, it seems yeah. like it's the opposite here when most of our members are out working. So, oh, I'll probably just use row crop as an example. Sure. So if it's plant season or harvest season, we're kind of slow in the office. Uh-huh. But when they're out of the field, mm-hmm. we well, we pick right back up. It's like the opposite. Yeah, uh, our by downtimes are different than what they used to be. Speaking of you using row crop as an example, you know we had livestock's going nonstop. So yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, we had uh, Dan Wright last week on for that deep dive mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. That was it. And I told him that uh, we get criticism sometimes for yeah. being two row crop guys <laughs> on this show. And you know what he said? What's that? Well, number one, you didn't listen to the episode, so uh, I'll say that. To, I, I'm, you need uh, to fix that. Yeah. Uh, no, you know what he said? He said. Uh, Sometimes y'all make me want to scream at the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Dan. We try. I told him, I was like, well, we are learning. We yeah. are learning more about livestock poultry yeah. production. We got some livestock lined up for today. Yeah, we do. Uh, <laughs> I just thought that was pretty funny. He's he's like, yeah, you guys do a really great job. I think he, I think he had fun on the show. Yeah, I think that was one of our better um, deep dive episodes. Yeah. Uh, ju- and I'm not just saying that, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. but I genuinely, genuinely do think it was a good one. Yeah, yeah, he. I, I was kind of jealous. I wish I could have done it, but yeah, he did a great job. Um, and 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 like I said, we we had some fun, learned some things about Dan that I didn't know. I didn't know that he was a siding. He installed siding for like mm-hmm. many many years. Yeah, uh, and was just kind of a farmer on the side. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was fascinating. But and he's from Lubbock, Texas. Yeah, not, he's originally not, from Texas, an original Arkansan. So. Yeah. Um, anyway, that episode is out there. Of course, it's deep dive, so it's audio only. Um, so y'all go check that out. Uh, it'll be in the feed today, I believe, uh, which is our sort of biweekly uh, newsletter that wraps up all the content we produce here. Yep. Uh, it's out there for you. Uh, 
other than that, you, have y'all had a pretty good week? Uh, I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer, but if you can't tell by how yeah. I sound, I, I've had a rough two weeks. <laughs> you, you have. Uh, cold uh, just been that. I guess that's why we weren't here last week, right? Yep. 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 So, uh, but I'm on the up and up. I'm on the mend. You sound better than you did. Uh, uh, yeah. I'll tell you that. So, uh, I'm glad to glad to hear it. Yep. Uh, just in time for the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the throat doesn't hurt anymore. I don't have the cough really. Just yeah. kind of a little bit more congestion and. But we're going to fight through it. Yeah. All for, right. the, for the Bureau. Matthew, been doing okay? Yeah. You know, buying a house. So that's. Oh, congratulations. yeah. Congratulations. It's a, congratulations, it's a, whole, buddy. It's a whole pile of stress. Yeah. So. Here in town? Uh, I'm going to be a Dogtown boy. Oh, yeah, we were the, 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 po- the podcast <laughs> is going to be uh, the, 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 the levels are swaying. It's going to be yeah. three to one now. Three fourths uh, Dogtown. Mm, How about that? Man, uh, we need to. Well, get you I'm, glad, I'm glad to hear the riffraff's getting out of town. Find you a place. <laughs> <laughs> I think we said that, I think I said, I should say, yeah. <laughs> that when we came back uh, around Christmas that we were going to um, uh, maybe talk about Christmas movies. And I am realizing now that I did not put that anywhere in our notes. I do have yeah. a question for you all in a few minutes. Um, but... I'm gonna. We're gonna add a question on the fly here. Have you watched any Christmas movies this year? Uh, not well. I caught a clip of a Christmas movie last night when I got yeah. home. Yeah, my wife was watching. I do not remember what it was. Hallmark movie, maybe. Eh, I don't think it was a Hallmark movie, but kind of. Yeah. In yeah. that genre. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I, I know. I have not watched any. It's December fifteenth. I don't know that I've seen one all the way through. Oh, this yet. is a. This is a great question. Lonnie. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I'm getting to my question, which is, if it's December 15th, you have 10 days, and if your time only allowed for one Christmas movie, Oof. Home Alone. In there. Oof. Home Alone, every time. Yeah. I actually went and watched, uh, it wasn't that Netflix, like how these movies were made special on sure. Home Alone, but it was in that vein. Uh, I watched that last night on YouTube, and... Uh, that movie is still, it's amazing that that movie was even a, a little bit of a success. Yeah. The one we always have to watch in our household, it's my wife's favorite. I can't remember the name of it. It's with Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon. Oh, mm. Four Christmases. Four Christmases. Yeah. Is yeah. that yeah. it? It's yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. That was on in my house yesterday. Uh, Elf is a classic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the then, one. I've watched Elf so far this year, and that's it. I, d- I guess I did watch Elf, but it was like maybe on Thanksgiving. And then the classic A Christmas Story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You Miracle shoot your on Thirty Fourth Street. Ew, that's a little. Yeah, Whoa. you don't like yeah. that one. Whoa, little, I don't know. Too old. Do you do you cut it? Out? Is it because it's black and white? No, 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 no. Okay. I, I like old movies. It's just I like. I guess I like comedy. Mm, you don't. You don't movies. want the serious. No, that no. one is pretty serious. That ain't, that, that ain't my cup of tea. But. Uh, actually, Sun. What day was it? Kind of rainy Saturday or Sunday. We watched White Christmas. Mm. My kiddo still. She likes White Christmas and Hol- Holiday mm-hmm. Inn, those old classics. Or maybe we watch Holiday Inn. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, oh, Bill Murray, Scrooge movie. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Scrooge? Yeah. Or Scrooged. Scrooge. Yeah. yeah, like that past one's a good one. I, sh- I watched that at too young of an age. So I'm reading uh, A Scared Christmas me. Carol. I've never read it um, before. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty short read. Ah. I'm reading that right now. Christmas Vacation. Well, I was, all right, I was not going to say anything. But we just talked for 
nearly five minutes about Christmas movies. Yeah, we're movie people. And didn't bring up Christmas Vacation no, until the end. I did. Yeah, so good job. <laughs> it would be a tie for me between Home Alone and Christmas Vacation, I think. Mm. Which, um, which Home Alone? Original? Uh, Second really, I think two is right up there. Yeah. I don't prefer one over the other uh, necessarily, but... I feel, as funny as it sounds, I feel weird if I watch two having not watched one. Hmm. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. if, yeah, like well, I couldn't just go home today and sit down and watch Home Alone 2 if I had not already watched Home so Alone you, I'm like that with Mighty Ducks. Season. I got to watch them all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the story, do you, do you the have story a preference? Line, the storyline builds. Yeah, I yeah. like the first one better. It's more classic. Yeah. The second the, one, the he's sec- in New York, right? Yeah, and uh-huh. the second one has some of the, I think, better moments, the funnier moments, you know. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, mm-hmm. But I just think the first one's the classic. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing how I was actually listening to the Home Alone soundtrack uh, this morning. Mm-hmm. And uh, because it's got the John Williams oh, yeah, score John Williams. and yeah. all that. And it's amazing, like, how that soundtrack sounds like it's something that's been around for a hundred years when you listen to it you know i think it's because it's so ingrained what year did that movie like 94 something like that the funny story about the soundtrack though is that uh john williams wasn't originally slated to score it and they had temp music in place that was very cartoonish comedy music you Uh know uh, and then they sent the movie to John Williams just being like, well, you know, shot in the dark. Maybe he'll want to do the score and, you know, do some comedy stuff, even though that's not his style. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he said, I love this movie. And then he made the score and sent it to them. And they were all like, oh, my gosh, like this, this movie doesn't work any other way. Yeah. Right? The comedy music would have been a, a travesty. Yeah. I think I would agree with that sentiment. That movie was released in 90. 90. OK. Maybe yeah. the second one was like 93. So I was nine. So. Oh, uh, I was, was like four or five. I was negative six. <laughs> so now that is sobering. Not <laughs> even a thought. No. <laughs> uh, but you know, I mean, that truly is one of those movies that, like, they didn't expect that thing to be what it was. We used no. to play "quote unquote" Home Alone when we were kids. In the oh, house. that's funny. Yeah. That's, you, that's pretty uh, cool. You throw hot irons at your, <laughs> your cousins and family. Yeah, we'd watch my dad step on tacks. <laughs> no. no, we didn't go that far. It was more just imagination. Uh, well, I Poor love Home Alone. I think I might have to watch it now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. because we talked about it. It's so great. Um, all right. So the other real question I had, uh, or the other question that I actually intended to ask y'all. Uh, is about gifts. Mm. So, right, we all know Christmas is about uh, giving. Receiving. And that's, <laughs> so, I mean, that's gifts, what giving, we always, that's what we tell our kids, better to give than to receive. Yeah, and, uh, you know, uh, so here's my question. We're going to cover both sides of this coin today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and actually, yeah, your most memorable Christmas gift yeah. that you have received and the most memorable that you've uh, given. This is question in no particular order scares me because, like, if I say a one that I received, then I'm like not giving enough attention to these other people that gave me all these gifts. Well, how you know about what I mean? this? It it doesn't have to be the oh, most memorable. Like it can be yeah. a memorable uh, gift. You want to go? Do you have anything uh, in mind? I, the the one I've given. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, 
I guess three years ago, four years ago, uh, me and my sister came together and bought my dad a, a Komodo Joe smoking, you know, one of those oh, ceramic yeah, yeah. eggs. Yeah. yeah. And the reason I say that is because now every single time I go home, mm-hmm. guess what? There's meat on the smoker. <laughs> every time my sister goes home without me, guess what? There's meat on the smoker. That's and guess awesome. what? There's a Tupperware dish full of all the extra meat coming to me. So <laughs> that, that's a gift I gave that uh, 100% benefits me worked yeah. out for you that's for sure uh and i mean my dad likes it too but, yeah uh, yeah win-win um well yeah how about for sure how about uh on the receiving oh. anything stick out to you you know i think that, i mean there's lots of good good options through uh-huh. the years um one that i feel like really was formative in my younger years was getting a PlayStation 2. Um, ah, yeah. You know, I we also got an N64, and yeah. both of those were gifts that were me and my sister both got it, yeah. so then it uh-huh. became a, a shared thing. Yeah. Um, another good one was some Razor scooters. Oh, yeah. We ripped those Razor scooters all everywhere, over. Everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> the amount of times I flung that thing around and whacked myself in the shin. I was shin, about to say your shin. Mm. Yeah. There's probably still dents in my bones from the <laughs> Razor scooters, so very. Well, those are pretty good. Those mm. are pretty good. Uh, the best, man, uh, the most memorable, like how excited I was, uh-huh. uh huh, was definitely the Nintendo sixty four. Really? Yeah, I, I was that kid. You, I think everybody's probably seen that video yeah, of that the, kid just screaming. Oh it's yeah, Nintendo. yeah, that was me. Oh really? Nice. Yeah, yeah. Bond. But uh, yeah, James Bond. Yep. Mario sixty four. Mario about Kart. That. Yeah. Oh, there's all sorts of different mm-hmm. games I had. Spent way too much time playing video games <laughs> as a kid. Uh, the best I've ever given, my wife graduated from Nurse and Nethesis School, and it was Christmas. So I bought her like another wedding band. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Heck so, yeah. Uh, um, I don't know if I'm financially recovered from that yet, but it was <laughs> worth it. I don't know that you have to be. Uh, you know, yeah. if it was worth it, it was it worth is it. what it is. Yeah, yeah, that's what about great. You? Uh, so, giving, I'll I'll go there first. Uh, to a couple years ago, uh, we did the Disney mm-hmm. thing for Christmas, and that was pretty fun. Yeah, I mean, I actually was thinking about this question this morning. And I can't wait. I don't know if y'all will do Disney or not, but I, I think if you do, I'm telling you, as a dad, that's one of the coolest, most fun things to see their eyeballs their light excitement. up and, 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 and to do that. How old was she when uh, you went? We went when she was in kindergarten. Like five? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think and, that was too early. And my wife was like, eh, it might be a little too early. Actually, she had just turned six, I guess. Yeah. And, um, and I no, I think it was right. I think it was, Perfect. I think it was just right. Um, and then, uh, received. So <laughs> I can't help but laugh when I think about this. It was a Christmas Eve at my grandparents and, and, um, my dad was like, Hey, we, me and me and your mom want to give you a gift. You know, I was probably eight. Yeah. Um, but you're going to have to come outside. And I was like, okay. So went, walked outside in the backyard and he comes <laughs> spinning around on this go-kart. Pulling up on this go kart, mm-hmm. which was let me be very clear, was not new. <laughs> was not new. He had traded like he he rode motorcycles, yeah. You know when he was single, he had traded a motorcycle like a dirt bike for yeah. this thing, and it was classic like old school, you know, eighties like you know it the muffler was hanging off and <laughs> whatever. Yeah, but man, we had a blast on that. I bet thing. so. 
Um, did it have we a roll cage on it? Or was it just no, no, no. It was just the old school, you know. Uh, with An the, old school with death trap. Five, yeah. five horsepower lawnmower <laughs> motor yeah, on it. Brings you know? a action. Yeah. So uh, anyway, that was that one was talking about excitement. Yeah. If I was gauging by excitement, that would probably be up. There. You know, one that also comes to my mind. My dad got me a shotgun when I was fourteen. Uh-huh. I think we've talked about this before. And I shot that shotgun until about two years ago. Really? Yeah. I'm thirty-seven now. What so. was it? Yeah, uh, Remington eight seventy. Nice. Pump. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. One of the classics. Uh, yeah, I still turkey hunt with it, even though yeah. I, I haven't harvested a turkey. Yeah, I got a. Well, I wish you would. Yeah, me too. Uh, um, I got a shotgun for Christmas one year too. I may have been around the same age. Yeah. Um, but I remember that was a, a really big deal. Yeah. Um. Anyway, well, good. That was good. Good reminiscing there. Uh, now I'm gonna go home and watch Home Alone. Um, you got the itch. Yeah, I got the itch now. But I guess we better cover uh, a little bit of news here, uh, since that is why we're here. Uh, So a couple things on the list here. Just want to give a quick shout out to uh, two of our our two newest members of the Federation staff, um, Justin Roten, uh, who joined the PR team Mm -hmm. uh, this week, Jared Garrett, who joined uh, you all's team uh, a couple weeks ago, the commodities team. We finally have a full house down there now. Yeah, that's awesome. We're in the same boat. Uh, we've got a full house, and uh, we won't go into their bios and all that st- all that today on the on the uh, podcast. But I can tell you, you can go to arfb.com, read all about them. Two very qualified gentlemen who uh, are going to certainly uh, bring a lot to um, our work here. Absolutely, uh, staff. Uh, also, a shout out to, and you probably have uh, already seen or heard this news, but. Uh, Jeremy and Megan Allen for being named the 2023 Arkansas Farm Family of the Year. Uh, that happened uh, at a, a ceremony here in Little Rock mm-hmm. uh, a week ago today. So congrats to you guys. They were one of the eight, I believe, District Farm Families of the Year uh, and came out on top for the state family. Um, they'll go on to compete in the Southeast uh, uh, Farm Family well, that's cool. uh, program. Yeah. Awesome. So anyway. Uh, oh, Hot Spring County, I should say. But again, that release is available at ARFB.com. It'll be in the feed today as well. So uh, if you want to catch up there, you can. And then another heads up, the 2024 Arkansas Grown Conference and Expo will be held uh, next month, January yes, 25th through 27th at the Hot Springs uh, Convention Center. City. Anything about that? I know you kind of yeah, uh, that. Uh, I, I'm, I had the opportunity to be on the planning committee this year. Thank oh, you nice. for well, inviting me, uh, Miss Karen Rhodes. Uh, we'll be doing the podcast there. Yeah, live. They, they asked us to come back and that do was the one of the again. first podcasts. I think well, it was like the second or third one I've ever done. Was at that, really? Uh, yeah, that was pretty, yeah, that that was pretty sense early sense on. I need to yeah. go back and watch that. Then, yeah, just that's when we had all those crazy, whether yeah. they're true or not, facts from Jenny. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, oh, uh, we're also going to do a uh, Farm Bureau's going to do a workshop there, mm-hmm. kind of talking to. Uh, uh, attendees about what Farm Bureau is, what we do, yeah. difference between insurance, federation, et cetera, and how they can be involved, why they need to be involved, stuff like that. So trying to push that, uh, and uh, it should be a good time. It's for all those locally grown and art, uh, locally made products in the state. And, mm-hmm. uh, there'll be a lot of learning opportunities on you know, whether you're canning or whether you're growing tomatoes or even I think there might be some um, you know local beef kind of stuff like that yeah. they've got some really good general session speakers etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm-hmm. plus it's in hot springs so mm-hmm. it should be a good time yeah 
That's great. Uh, we should probably maybe talk about this on the show one day, but I did see this week that we've added four to the state meat inspection program this year. A couple of them I've, we've talked about, yeah, Arkansas about State that, yeah. and Williams Baptist, but then there are a couple more that I, that were not on my radar. Not on my well, I guess Jayco was, but there was one that was not on my radar. We should talk about that because yeah. I can imagine. I can only imagine that's going to expand. I've also heard that there's some um, more facilities trying to get USDA inspected too. Oh, nice! And that's that's it's huge. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, one last programming note before we uh, move into the news here. Uh, this the reason we talked about Christmas today. Number one, we love Christmas, but number two. Um, the AgCast, I think this is going to be our last show of the year. Could it's be. just we've got some holiday outages and, and some stuff like that. So we may surprise you, but uh, otherwise this may be the last regular show of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, we do have a couple of uh, great deep dives lined up. Uh, I got to sit down and talk to Whitney Haywood from Delta Farm yep. Press about some of the top ag stories in Arkansas this year uh, and farming news. Um, and that was great. So we'll be putting out that deep dive, and then you're talking to Dr. Uh, John Anderson, yeah, the new uh, director of uh, U of A Extension. Nice, yeah. So I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. What are y'all going to talk about? Uh, man, we're, I, I really want to dig into like where where's John from, and who is John? Where would he come from, and how do you get to where he is today? And you know, one thing I've always really admired about Dr. Anderson is he can walk the walk and also talk the talk. Mm. You know. He, he's not, important. he's not all brains. He's not all muscle. He's got, he can do it all, you yeah. know, and, yeah. and in the academic world, you don't get that a lot. And I think he brings a lot of good perspective to extension and uh, I'm pretty excited about him and talk, his new role. Talk about his, his vision yeah. and what he sees for mm-hmm. that. Well, that's great. So be on the lookout for those. Those will be coming out in the, in the next couple of weeks as, as we take a break uh, from the show and get reset for the new year. Um, all right. Well, we're playing catch up a little bit on news today. A little bit. Uh, like we said, haven't been out a, a week or two. Um, so let's just say we're gonna we're gonna step back to to convention a little bit and talk about the Arkansas Ag Innovation Challenge. So uh, first up, Anvil Metals and Fabrication was the winner of the Arkansas Ag Innovation Challenge at our annual convention in Little Rock uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, in addition to winning the overall competition, AMF. Uh, was voted uh, as the People's Choice Award winner for its presentation during the event's trade show. AMF was founded in 2022 by Rob Connor, uh, Cody Marcus, and Damian Schilling after Connor and his wife purchased a welding shop in Gasville. Uh, here's a great part of their story. Uh, Rob Connor volunteers as the Career Technical Education Coordinator for Mountain Home Public Schools. Well. And his two co-founders there, uh, Cody and Damian, uh, our former students turned business partners. Uh, the AMF team has patented a tractor bucket attachment uh, with folding forks, hay spikes, brush guards, and other tools to use on the farm and in rural areas. Uh, and it's really a cool a cool product. If you didn't see that at convention, you should go uh, check them out. I saw it. It was pretty uh, cool. We should mention that Smart Reproduction, which is owned and operated by Brittany Scott of Jonesboro, was named runner-up in the in the competition. The biotech company, uh, Smart Reproduction, uh, collects and uh, cryopreserves small ruminant uh, semen and embryos for export. And we're the first exporter of its kind to hold uh, United Kingdom and European, European Union export certification. Three other finalists were recognized uh, during the competition. HM Mobile Welding and Fabrication of Valonia, Cellulite of Fayetteville, and Curate of Fayetteville. 
ARFB launched the Ag Innovation Challenge earlier this year in partnership with the Farm Credit Associations of Arkansas. Uh, the statewide business competition showcases Arkansas startups developing innovative solutions to address challenges facing Arkansas farmers, ranchers, and rural communities. Mm -hmm. Most importantly, cash prizes for these guys uh, total $15,000. Anvil uh, Metals and Fabrication received $10,500 in total, and Smart Reproduction earned five thousand bucks wow so congrats That's to those guys great money. great work and some uh really cool uh businesses uh being spun up here yeah i think this was a huge success and uh, i think, I think so they're too. gonna move forward yeah i think so year too. Year. so anyway well the game of fish has got some news out oh nice yeah uh it was actually last week but yeah. since we weren't here yeah i'm gonna talk about it today thanks sir so the arkansas game of fish commission has launched a new state uh, of or new slate of conservation initiatives that farmers and landowners can take advantage of. Last week, AGFC announced that they received approval from uh, Arkansas Legislative Council for a grant to launch the new 2024 conservation initiative or incentive program. Mm -hmm. The goal of the grant is to support uh, conserva conservation efforts across the state by offering financial assistance and incentives to private landowners who implement conservation practices to enhance wildlife habitats nice. and water quality. January 2nd, 2023 is set uh, as the first day of enrollment for these programs, which will be on the, which will be on the first come first serve basis. Mm -hmm. The program is set to uh, conclude by December 2024. Arkansas Game and Fish uh, Commission will offer nine different programs, which combined total $3.5 million. Mm -hmm. I wanted to list these programs here, but uh, for time's sake, I won't go into much detail about them. Mm -hmm. uh, so if you are interested in more information about these programs, and how you can apply, please vi please visit agfc.com slash habitat. Okay. Uh, and these programs, uh, in no specific order, uh, winter flooded rice fields for waterfowl habitat, uh, a total of $1 million for that program to set wow. aside. Forest management on green tree reservoirs, another $100,000. Wetland habitat management, another $50,000. Upland hardwood and pine forest management, $200,000. Firebreak establishment and prescribed burning, $700,000. Public fishing access to private waters. I thought that one was pretty interesting. Yeah. $50,000. Uh, bank stabilization, another 100000 Feral hog trapping. They're putting a focus on that, just like yeah. the federal government is. $1.2 million. Wow. Uh, and invasive plant control, another $100,000. So if you kind of take in a note of a lot of this is kind of uh, wetland habitat, but there is some mm -hmm. forestry aspect in it. And then uh, kind of some private public partnership opportunities for hunting and fishing. Mm -hmm. I thought yeah. that was pretty cool. And uh, addressing the feral hog issue across the state. Yeah. Uh, also should mention that Tyler Oxner also wrote an Ag Insider uh, who's in our department giving more de detail about these new programs. So you can also find that article at ARFB.com. Nice. And I'll tell you, I think this is uh, ripe for a deep dive uh, if – uh, if that's helpful to folks. Yeah, I think we the Game so. of Fish to talked about this at the convention yep. in a workshop, so it wouldn't be a bad idea to have somebody from that somebody workshop. Somebody from over there. Yeah. If you think that would be helpful or if you'd like to know more about one of these programs, definitely let us know uh, yeah. one way or the other. I think that'd be, that'd be great. Yeah. Let's take a short break and hear a bit about what a Farm Bureau membership can do in your community. Your Arkansas Farm Bureau membership supports the work we do on behalf of Arkansas farmers, ranchers, and communities around the state. A $40 annual Farm Bureau membership makes a difference in your neighborhood. 
From youth leadership programs and academic scholarships to hunger relief and disaster support, you can make a difference and be a champion for your community. Join at ARFB.com. All right, let's jump back into the news. I'm going to wrap up today with an important opportunity to make your voice heard on a topic uh, we hear about quite a bit uh, when talking to farmers. And you know we are big on this show about making your voice heard. Absolutely. Uh, USDA and the U.S. Department of Energy, we'll call them DOE for the rest of the story, are hosting uh, virtual listening sessions from January 12th to, to January 17th. And they're inviting input on the benefits and challenges of the rapidly increasing levels of solar and wind energy mm. being cited on agricultural lands and in rural communities. Mm-hmm. This was a big one, I thought. Uh, the two departments noted in the announcement that as our nation's electric power demands increase, uh, solar energy projects are forecasted to accelerate. Uh, according to a 2021 uh, DOE study, solar energy may rise from 4% of our nation's total energy production to 45 percent by 2050 wow uh yeah that's mind-blowing increasing solar generation to 45 percent could require get this nearly 10.4 million acres wow. with 90 percent expected to be cited in rural areas uh this announcement also uh stated that some communities are concerned this is something we know very well we've yeah. heard this uh about the potential for loss of farmland decreased home values or impact on rural uh, character from energy project development. Uh, USDA and DOE say that understanding and addressing these concerns is vital to ensuring that farmers and rural communities have the opportunity to make informed land use decisions. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're requesting input for a number of stakeholder groups, but there is a session specifically marked for farmers, and this is why we wanted to bring this to the show. That That session will be on January 16th, from 9 to 10.30 a.m. Central Time. Uh, you'll have to register, uh, and that link is really too long. I, pu- I pulled it up, and it's a little too long for us to read here. Uh, so we'll include that in the show notes and the comment section on social as well so you guys can make sure and be a part of that. Yeah, you know, one thing I uh, I mean, uh, I'm concerned about with this, you take land out of production, right, mm-hmm. and they rezone it. Mm-hmm. What happens to the taxes from those properties? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. those counties or communities going to be losing out yeah. on potential revenue for, you know, whatever schools, you know, and municipal buildings, et cetera, and road work and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's a concern. Yeah. Especially in these rural areas. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, and we've seen some of the struggle with other infrastructure projects. Did you see too. where uh, they built another giant uh, solar array in the Little Rock Port area? I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know they were doing that. Yeah, that one. Uh, there's a couple of them. Those that are, are pretty big. I mean, not that one. Yeah. others around the state mm-hmm. that I've driven mm-hmm. by that you know came from ag land. Yeah, um, there's one outside and, of Stuttgart. I think Elmira. Yeah, yeah, and then down in like Lake Village, McGee. There's another big one. Yeah, dr- definitely driving down 67 between White and Jackson County. Yes. there's that yep. huge one mm-hmm. over there too. Anyway, so uh, DOE and USDA is taking a look at that, and and please be a part of that. Again, that's January 16th. You'll have to register for it. Uh, We'll put the link out there to register, but please get out there and make your voice heard. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I got one more story. Okay. Um, Another poultry processing company is closing. Oh, interesting. Or already has. Yeah. Uh, Cook's Venture, an Arkansas-based poultry producer specializing in heirloom birds and regenerative agriculture, has closed. Mm. 
Since the closure, 511 employees across eight different facilities have been laid off. However, the company does still have some contract farms across Oklahoma and Arkansas. Okay. Um, Cook's Venture specialized in selling products produced from its own pioneer chicken breed, hmm. a slow-growth breed developed from heritage chicken breeds. The company, which also focused on raising its poultry using regenerative agricultural practices, was funded uh, in 2019 by Blue Apron co-founder Matthew Wadjak. Wadiak. Wadiak. Yeah. Yeah. You remember Blue Apron? Did you ever have any of those meals? For sure. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. (coughs) Excuse me. The company blamed the closure on, quote unquote, last minute lack of financing for operations and has been trying to obtain financing since early September. However, farmers and employees were not notified until late November. Mm. Recently, some farmers were notified that cooks will have their chickens euthanized, but the farmer themselves will be responsible for composting the deceased birds. Also on December 7th, 2023, in Green Forest, Arkansas, a growers' meeting was held where growers heard from many different organizations, such as the Arkansas Farmers Union, Farm Service Agency, or FSA, the Arkansas Department of Agriculture, Mm -hmm. and Brad Hendricks Law Firm, and State Senator Brian King, one takeaway from the meeting were comments from uh, Darby Spurlock from FSA who discussed two potential financial aid programs that growers might be able to take advantage of. The first is the Inflation Reduction Act, Section 22006, Extraordinary Measures Assistance. Extraordinary measures are actions taken to remain current on Farm Loan Program, or FLP, mm. um, payments by moder- uh, monetizing long-term or essential, essential assets, incurring additional non-FSA debt, or deferring other essential payments resulting in reduced farm and household viability. Extraordinary measures can include actions such as taking on more debt, selling property, or cashing out retirement accounts. To take advantage of this program, you must apply by December 31st, 2023. So that's coming up fast. The second program is the Cash Flow Based Assistance Program. The purpose of the program is to provide relief to distressed borrowers with uh, certain FSA direct and or guaranteed loans and to ex- expedite assistance for those who, uh, agri- or those who agricultural operations are at financial risk. Mm-hmm. Deadline for this program is January 15th, 2024. Both of these programs are uh, a part of the Inflation Reduction Act, like I said, and if the grower has already taken IRA money, mm-hmm. they will not qualify for either one of these programs. Okay. So keep that in mind. Yeah. Information and applications can be found on uh, the FSA website. So go there for more information than what I could give here today. All right. Well, thanks for bringing that. Uh, and we'll just kind of, well, that, that wraps up the news, I guess. So yep. we'll head on in. Matthew, thanks for well, producing today. We're glad yeah. to have you. Uh, I'm doing a little different thing today um, okay. because it's it's Christmas, and, you know, I always like talking about food. Oh, so man. so my, my question that, movies, I, that I'm That's posing is uh, what what sort of Christmas food traditions do you guys have? Oh, that's um, interesting. Uh, I, I can start while you guys think. Um, one that I think is really cool that actually my girlfriend's family does is mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. year they choose a different theme or genre mm-hmm. uh, uh-huh. for their Christmas meal. Mm-hmm. So this year it's Hawaiian themed. Oh, wow. oh so interesting. E- everybody's been instructed to show up in Hawaiian shirts. Um, and then the entire menu has been designed around Hawaiian cuisine. We're playing some uh, actual Hawaiian games. So not, you know, limbo and things like that. that yeah. Have been kind of adopted by. You're going to have spam culture. egg sushi rolls. Yeah. And we're going to have, uh, Ooh, we're doing wow. some sort of pork spit 
with uh-huh. Ooh, and wow. stuff. You know, pineapple's going to be probably all over some oh, stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, and they've done Greek, they've done Japanese, they've d- they've done a lot of different cool f- flavors for their Christmas. And they're actually talking about apparently at the end of Christmas is when they vote on next year's Christmas and they're talking oh, they about vote. Yeah, it's a it's a oh, democracy. I love this. I love <laughs> um, they're organized. And, and yeah. next year they're talking about throwing in some some literary themes. Um, okay. There was Harry Potter was thrown around. So Gold Frog or whatever. Yeah. Sure. You know, the, lots of things have been thrown around for what will be voted on for next year. But I, I just thought that was cool. I think you know, everyone loves a Christmas ham, but you know, you just do ham and turkey for Thanksgiving. So yeah. you got yeah. you know, hey, do something a little different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, I'm all about venturing, you know, yeah. kind of switching it up. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I dig that. Yeah, that's it. Uh, it brings some excitement to it. Yeah. I like that. Maybe I'll try to implement that. Yeah. I, li- I like that it's the full experience. It's yeah. not just the yeah, food. It's, it's a yeah. whole you know, somebody's not bringing, like, Hawaiian rolls uh, yeah. <laughs> to the deal. I mean, you got the, the shirts, the games, the yeah. food, the, everything. Yeah. Sounds like they're all in. Uh, for sure. I'd uh, have a lot of fun with that. Uh, yeah, where's no that going to be? <laughs> come, come on down. We're going to be into a Charles Starkins all okay. so you know, come on. We'll get you a grass skirt, buddy. You I can, can do yeah. it. Yeah. You can, hey, you can hula your way we'll right to, on down we'll there. Find some big coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh me. Uh, we don't really have any food traditions. Um, oh yeah. A matter of fact, I really feel like we're wandering in the wilderness here. We've done everything from the ham. <laughs> You know, ham side dish. You know, whatever. <laughs> whatever you can find. <laughs> no, like to go, to done, go down to KFC and get a fried chicken. Yeah. Like you know? I've done prime rib before. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like it's just we don't have we don't have anything that we. So in in lieu of that, I will tell you, not a food for Christmas, but a food delivery vessel is my grandmother's uh, classic uh, Christmas dishware yeah uh with the everybody's probably seen these they have the white uh it's the like the white plate and it's got the christmas tree on it mm. and a green trimmer yeah, and yeah. i'll show you guys a picture but anyway that to me is like that's classic christmas meal right there yeah that that and i've seen it Pulling, show pulling up. out the dishware yeah i've seen it show up several places actually this year and folks kind of talking about it in vintage christmas kind of stuff yeah. yeah 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 uh anyway so there there's my there's hmm. my substitute since yeah. we don't really have uh a tradition or something like that uh bring out the deviled eggs baby mm, yeah buddy eggs. yeah, yeah that, that is it's got to be there no but both sides of the family there's always been um uh, beef mm. Either yeah it's it's mainly like christmas eve night Mm. Yeah, uh, I did a prime. We I think both sides of the family is always uh, um, uh, filet mignon, yeah, or beef tenderloin, uh-huh. whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. One year I think with my parents I tried to do a uh, prime rib and it uh, cooked it too long, <laughs> uh, but it was alright. Yeah, uh, but um, I, I think if I remember right, like our on my wife's side of the family Christmas Day we do a traditional mm. ham and yeah, probably a turkey or you know. Whatever it may yeah. be, but what yeah. about eggnog? You guys eggnog? Yeah, uh, I don't think we have a whole lot of eggnog, but I mean, uh, I guess that's kind of dessert, maybe. Yeah, I did know. last year make a made a lot. I mean, I made too much. They were chocolate chip pecan smoked bourbon cookies. All right, oh. so you can you can come to Hawaiian Christmas, but you have to bring these cookies, even <laughs> if they're not Hawaiian. That's incredible. That yeah, he did, didn't he? He's like, hold up, wait uh, a minute. Uh, hold on. But there is 
they turned out great. Uh, I cooked them on the Traeger, and mm. um, but there were, I need to make some tweaks to them. And I, I think this year my brother-in-law sent me a video of uh, those uh, one of those like flour and breakfast sausage cheese balls. Oh, mm. yeah. He was like, we got to make these. I'm like, so- all right, oh. let's add those. I will say this. sausage balls have got to be on them. And we always have like a breakfast casserole thing in the morning. Yeah, Christmas morning. I'll, I'll say. Yeah. So the one my my family has kind of adopted is, uh-huh. is the Christmas morning breakfast mm-hmm. and. My mom has perfected monkey bread, mm. so oh. every day she only makes it once a year, but it's it's for Christmas. She'll, yeah, she'll make yeah. some monkey bread, so we you know, come out eat monkey bread. Maybe make some eggs and bacon to go with it if you want something savory, and then then it's gift opening time. So. Yeah, I've well, seen. I like monkey bread. My wife brought that back uh, last Thanksgiving, mm. I think, and then she made it like four times. Yeah, my father in law's got a black son at the house, and I've been seeing videos. Of people making instead of like biscuits, they're using uh, cinnamon rolls out of the can mm. and flatten them out on yep. top of the blackstone and making like sausage biscuits out of those. I mm. do that I with try uh, to, I try that. breakfast tacos on the blackstone. Mm. Just take mm. canned biscuits like grands, yeah. put them on the the put some butter down, put them on the griddle, and then use a burger press yeah. on them yep. and yep. get them. They'll you know them they'll look like a pancake. Yeah, mm. and just flip them over and get them brown on both sides. And put them in like a taco holder. Yeah, fill yeah, that thing, yeah. dude. Those things are pretty tasty. Stick to you. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right. Well, that was a good one. Uh, I know we are uh, here. We've had a long one today, but it's our last one. By yeah. golly. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Matthew. We, we survived a year. We did. Yeah. All right. Well, that. Wraps How many up. episodes did I show up for? Like seven. Oh, this is yeah. my first year. I can't believe it's been a year. Yeah, it has been yeah. a year, hasn't? It? Mm. How about that? How about that? Well, that wraps up the news for this week. Thanks for following along with the Arkansas iCast. We're grateful for you taking the time to watch and listen. Yeah. Remember, you can catch new episodes of the show every Thursday afternoon. Find new episodes on Facebook and YouTube. Listen to the audio version wherever you listen to podcasts. And please make sure you subscribe and leave us a review when you have a few extra minutes. The Arkansas iCast is brought to you by Arkansas Farm Bureau. I'm Jason Brown. I'm John McMinn. And for the last time this year, we'll see you next year.